Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do we get emails from things that you didn't realize that you sent us in, signed up for, but you are signed up to, or I guess you, everybody gets them. But like, for example, uh, sometimes I watch TED Talks. You do, uh, yeah. You, do. <laughs> you know, they can be quite interesting, and I used to use them when I was teaching. Um, TED Talks. Quite... TED Talks are so mid-2000, mid-teens. TED's, TED Talks are done, man. Jesus. Yeah. Well, let's replace them. Podcasts, good podcasts. Okay. Yeah, true. Like in, yeah, true. Like in Joe, Joe Rogan having some fella on now, like, oh, geez, I, like, okay, maybe not. But like, for, 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 I'm not saying Joe Rogan does the best podcast. I'm just saying what is replaced TED Talks is Joe Rogan, the likes of Joe Rogan having an expert on talking about something. Yeah, but okay, you get an expert on and he's talking about something, but. The, I, I think the nice thing about the TED, I, it's 20 minutes long and they often have some type of hook or something that's interesting. No, 100%. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the podcast, Joe Rogan podcasts are better. Again, not actually saying Joe Rogan. It's just an example. Uh, I'm just saying TED Talks aren't yeah. as popular as they were. They've, they, yeah. they've faded out. That's my yeah. feeling on it. Mm. Anyway, I got an email this morning from TED Ted recommends, and then he goes. Ted, Ted called called you. Yeah, yeah. Ted called me up, and he goes, "Mark, explore seven TED talks curated just for you." 
So I don't normally open oh. these TED emails. I said, oh, okay, curated just for me. How do they do that? Mm-hmm. I haven't actually yeah. watched a TED Talk probably since like early this year. Um, and I should be interesting because I've only ever clicked on things that I'm interested in. So yeah. what is the thing that they suggested for me? And the one, the big one that pops up, like number one is 10 things you didn't know about orgasms. That's it, Mark. That Ted knows you so well. Ted knows me <laughs> so there, well. Is there 10 things we don't know about orgasms? I Well, maybe we, they, I, <laughs> I do. I am interested. I mean, like, how is there even 10 things to know about it? I, what's it going to be? The, I, mean, I was going to say, is there more? Th- what else do I need to know? It's not like, it's not like, I, what would make it curious is like, the 10 things you need to know to stop yourself having like, or stop you wanting orgasms, like things when you like, it has to be like clickbaity. Like when you know these 10 things, you'll never orgasm. You'll never want to orgasm again. That would get catch my attention. That would what catch a terrible my attention. Thing that, really? Would you watch that talk? <laughs> well, because uh, like, it would have to be like some ridiculously insane thing to make you not want to, you know, get to that place <laughs> you know it would be like <laughs> there's actually a one in two chance you, you'll just die afterwards yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, yeah the fact that you've met we've all made it this far is just and i would incredible. honestly i would i would be flipping that coin man i would be risking it <laughs> come here i'm gonna go straight into the suggestions this week right go uh, we got a, good, a few good ones uh, christina wrote in with what is the this is the weirdest thing because I think she was kind of talking about you know how different breakfasts in different countries and stuff like that and you know we yeah. might have grown up with the the Weedabix in the morning or cornflakes or whatever it was whereas you know here in Spain for example where I'm recording today it's it's more kind of like uh, like ham and all the rest that's you know what I'm talking about and um, <laughs> Italy they kind of go for kind of sweet things don't they it's like biscuits and milk and warm milk and it's you are pulling this out your arse. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> you're like, you say you're like, I don't have um, <laughs> sweet stuff. You're just like, there's no expertise at all in that. You're just like it's just words. Uh, sorry, I'm with you. I'm with you. Go on. <laughs> well, you do, do you think I had culinary expertise in the breakfast world? <laughs> no, I don't. No. That's the point. No, That's the whole no, fucking point but, of this. Anyway, yes, go on. But, she she said she wrote in with what is the strangest thing that you've eaten before nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's a great question. Uh, oh, before nine o'clock. So I presume we have to put a little asterisk caveat on that for breakfast, because I'm sure there's been times where we haven't gone to bed and we've eaten, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, at something at like six in the morning uh, before nine o'clock. Strangest thing. Yeah, it's a toughie. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know. I can't even think about what I, I, I've eaten. But I mean, I'm... What, what are weird breakfasts? I don't know. I... Uh, um, when I was younger, I actually went to an, on a rugby trip with school to Italy, right? First time, you know, yeah. one of the first times away, um, at least away from my parents. And I stayed with the parents um, of, a, of a team member on the opposite team. So we played against a team and then we stayed in the houses of those team members, right? Oh, yeah, so okay, I went yeah. um, and there was, they, they, uh, the parents anyway didn't speak any English and the other team members spoke very very little um, but yeah. we still you know it was still lovely um, and I remember in, in the dinner time at dinner time the food was just insane I think I've spoken about this before actually how I compared the lasagna I had there to the lasagna my mother used to make and again no offence to my mother but it just you know there was no comparison um, <laughs> Jesus and, Christ 
it's oh, the okay. absolute truth. I mean, we're you know, we're like Italian mothers are very famous for their culinary expertise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but for breakfast, I think there was a bit of confusion, or, or on some level, because I have asked other Italians before, and they have said this, that that was weird. But I remember the the mother asked, "Do you want hot milk, coffee, or tea?" And I thought hot milk's weird. You know, I'm not like yeah, kid. But like tea, I didn't fancy tea, and I, at the time I didn't drink coffee. Um, I was only like fourteen. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, I did say tea in the end. Yeah. So she's like, cool. And she puts cornflakes in a bowl and then fills the bowl, rest of the bowl with tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cornflakes mixed with tea, like in the same bowl. And oh. I thought, that, I was like, what the hell is this? And I remember what looking. Is, that is, yeah, okay. I'm all right. That's caught my attention. Yeah. And my, my, maybe my mate who was staying in the same house with me. Um, he just happened to ask for warm milk for whatever. I was like, weirdo, asking for warm milk. But then I was like, hmm, I think I would have preferred warm milk. That's probably actually, as opposed. they all come out with cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen where people put coffee in their breakfast cereals before. I've seen that happen. Mm. Where you, you, do, you do a bit of milk coffee with breakfast cereal. But I think they do it as like, all right, I know I'm a bit quirky here, but I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Like, as in like, it's, yeah. a, it's self-awareness with it as well. I've, I've, I, all right, just like, I'm going to, going to deflect a little bit off that now, right? Because yeah. the question is, is that seen as normal, right? Um, uh-huh. And I've had, like, on a side thought, I've had the last week or two, and it's one of those just weird thoughts, you, like, you get, it's like a teenager thought, and it's, it's, it's happening in my mid-30s. Um, where it's like, I keep, like when I'm driving or going places, or whatever, I keep passing houses. And I'm, I, I'm wondering, like, what do they consider normal in houses? As in, like, what kind of crazy lifestyle is somebody having in, like, a house? It's just, you know, those, like, oh, I wonder what it's like in there. It's like that thought, right? Because I think we all have, I we like, because of TV and because, you know, of, of public places we go to, we all have, like, an understanding of what normal, quotation marks, houses would be like inside and and da, da, da. But imagine if you're, like, completely loopy. And you decide not that you're, you're, you're like, you're, it's just the, the idea of what's normal to different families in different houses must be like, I would love just to go, if I had an, a skeleton key, if I could just open every door and just go, and not even like meet the people, just have a little snoop in the houses. I, I'd say you'd find some absolutely mental stuff more often than not. I think there's Wait, more it... weird shit in the world than we give it credit because there's billions of us and nobody, and we're all just guessing what we think is normal. Well, see, this is the thing. When whenever you like expose yourself to a, a big group of people, like in public, I often think you you come across some weirder aspects of society. But that's that's because you know you have your group of mates, you have your family, you have your colleagues, and you kind of like intersperse just with within that those groups of people, and you don't really go outside of that. So every in your head is like, oh, everything's kind of normal, and we all kind of like the same things and do the same things. But then every now and then you might be like. You know, you had the times when you're younger, you were working in shops or, or you're yeah. on a bus or on a train and you just come across someone who's fucking weird. Like it's <laughs> mad stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and you hear about things and, and you, you see things or you might read it in the news. Like, oh, here's this fella. And like we went into his living room and he had no living room. It was just a place where he chopped wood <laughs> with a sword, you know, like totally. And you're like, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then I he comes by, out in a suit and goes to work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I drove by a place the other day and they, um, they had like a conservatory and there was a full um, beach uh, umbrella up in the conservatory. 
like it makes kind of sense that like you'd want a bit of shade but also it's a weird looking thing inside a house that there's a full beach umbrella open um speaking of speaking quickly to go back to the, the question of the weirdest thing i don't know what i've had i have a feeling i had fish I have a feeling I've been somewhere where I had fish for breakfast, and that was strange for me. But I know that a mate of mine is a chef, and he's like surrounded, like constantly cooking, like you know, really good quality food. He's worked in some really good restaurants. I know that on his days off, he'll just order pizza for breakfast. Wow. Okay. That, like, yeah. I, I, that full credit to him. I, I'm, I fully back that. But at the same time. <laughs> If if I got into that habit, there would be there'd be serious health issues within oh, yeah. weeks, within yeah. weeks, because I'd yeah. probably be having pizza for dinner as well. So no, <laughs> couldn't do that. That's just that's just one thing. That's just too much goodness in in you know for that time in the morning. <laughs> yeah. There's another thing, right? For for me, breakfast is kind of like it's not necessarily something to enjoy. Like often. I often in wintertime will have porridge and porridge is kind yeah. of rotten. Like it's like, it's, it's tasteless. Yeah, you, mean, have you, to, can, you have to do a lot of fancy stuff. With you porridge can do all good. the happy pear shit, like pudding jam and raspberries <laughs> and blueberries and all of that. Like, anyway, my, my point being about, about porridge is not supposed to be something that's particularly nice. And for anybody who has the time and money to be buying bloody raspberries and blueberries and sticking in honey and all that's expensive. It's like unnecessarily expensive. If you want it a little bit sweeter, I'd recommend just putting a little bit of sugar or like a banana, a banana, like a banana max is, <laughs> is, is as far as I would go. <laughs> I've had some good porridges. Now, I, I couldn't be, I'm not the one to be arsed to do it. But I've had good porridges with a bit of cinnamon, a bit of um, apple and stuff on top of it, a bit of honey or whatever. Um, speaking of weird breakfast things, I have a friend who's, so you're, you said you're not into breakfast, right? I enjoy a nice breakfast. I don't, sometimes I put a lot of effort in, sometimes I don't have it. But I have a friend, again, another friend, um, who has a morning ritual, right? And he gets up and he has a boiled egg and he has a smoothie and he has a coffee and he has something else. I can't remember what he has, right? But he has it like a, per he always has it in a very set, like, system. He has the exact same breakfast every morning. It's like his, his day doesn't start till he has this breakfast. And I've known him, I think I've witnessed it. I, I've known him to freak the fuck out when it doesn't go to according to plan. I know. I think it's okay with me saying. Well, I'm not saying his name, so it doesn't matter. But I know that he he once um, broke his egg and he punched a wall. <laughs> I'd love to meet this guy. And I'd love think... to fuck with his egg in the morning. That is that's intense, though. That's intense. Yeah, that's intense. You, for me, that's you, need, you need to be careful with that type of stuff. Like, Some that people just need routine, you know? They do need routine. <laughs> fuck me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Once you yeah, go yeah. something happens to your egg. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not great. But anyway, I, I do think in other cultures, actually, maybe it's not other cultures, but other people, but I think in Turkey, actually, I'd love to get someone on from Turkey. I've never spoken to anybody uh, on the podcast from Turkey, but they do breakfast in a big, big way, as in it's it's a spread, like the table, like you'll have a, a, a big table and it is full of stuff, whether it be, you know, fruits, vegetables, cheeses, yogurts, breads, um, meats. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you mistaking Turkish breakfast for a continental buffet at a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not a culinary expert. Oh, I have only seen pictures and I don't exactly, I've never had a Turkish breakfast, but they've shown me pictures. I've seen pictures yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. it looks good. It looks a lot yeah. better than my porridge in the morning. That is for sure. Um, by the way, if anybody's listening and don't know what they, doesn't know what porridge is, it's, I think it's oatmeal would be what they call it in the States. Uh, yeah. oats basically with with milk and warm um that's ah, good it's good and healthy yeah. and basic yeah. i think that's what it, that's why when you said about your friend having the pizza in the morning it's like no no like i, I need at least one because i know my stomach basically can't handle much apart from like apples and a few potatoes uh so <laughs> anything else apart from that my stomach kind of freaks out so i need to like have something very basic in the morning that's my mm -hmm. basic time of the day mm -hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> it totally does. It totally does. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. you can't you can't mess with the the um the balance. Have you seen that film Oppenheimer? I have, yeah. Um, I haven't actually, and I'd I'd like to see it, but I don't know why I was thinking about this. But thinking about the guy, obviously, I haven't seen the movie, but I can imagine he's the the gist of the story is like he's a genius, invents this thing, um, like, and then realizes the potential of it and what he's done to the world, etc. And then I was thinking of, you know, Irish people who I think probably, have you ever looked into some like of the things that Irish people have invented or have been invented in Ireland? Um, have probably led to to quite a lot of, of, of warfare as well. Uh, we have the submarine was what? invented by an Irishman, right? A submarine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Invented by a guy called John Philip Holland or attributed to him at least um, mm -hmm. from County Clare. Mm -hmm. uh, County Clare, a lad from County Clare built, the, designed the first submarine. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, go on. The ejector seat of an airplane. What? Yeah, Sir James Martin, County Down, up in the north, uh, but we'll claim him. Uh-huh. Uh, and the guided torpedo. <laughs> what? A lad from Castlebar, County Mayo, invented the <laughs> guided torpedo. <laughs> Castlebar. So between, from Castlebar. Between your man from Clare yeah. with the submarine and your man from Mayo with the guided torpedo. Yeah, we we revolutionized uh, uh, naval warfare. Yeah, I'm not really sure if we can be proud of those ones. Um, I don't know. 
but it, it is uh, it's something it's something random. Wait, we've got one more in, right? We'll go what? through. Uh, Bill wrote in with, I think this comes from, you know, perhaps being in Dublin. There's a lot of different cultures, and when you're meeting people for the first time, there can be a number of different ways of greeting them, right? Um, so we're kind of talking about social faux pas, I guess, in that sense. Like, okay. what he's basically asking is there anything when you meet somebody in Dublin that you shouldn't, or in Ireland, or an Irish person that you shouldn't do? Um, I know that in in Spain, it's the two kisses, right? Kiss yeah. on each cheek. If you're from Mexico, it's just one. Um, and I think okay. maybe South America in general. And I've seen that between like Mexicans and Spanish and they can have a little bit of a moment because the Spanish will go for two and the Mexicans only go for one. Mm-hmm. Um, in Ireland, we're not so accustomed to kisses at all, really. But I think we're, no. we're, we're trying to test it out. Some of the braver ones are, are, are getting a bit excited with the kissing, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's, there's some every now and then you have someone who was like on holidays in the south of France or Spain for a bit, and they come back and they try to break it back with them. <laughs> I think that's, but it would always be to the like male to female interactions. You, you, it'd be it'd be a real it'd be a real uh, a maverick move now to 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 try the two kisses man to man in Ireland. That's I don't know if we're there yet. I'd like to try that just to freak somebody out completely, <laughs> like especially. In even in a professional setting, that would be hilarious. If you just didn't care about your job and you had to meet a client <laughs> or a customer or something, and you just went in and it was a man, especially an old man kiss. up from the country or something, and yeah, you just go yeah. straight in for two kisses and you go, Michael, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Come on in. <laughs> Take a seat. Um, I don't know what, what's what's the, what's the crack. What, what's the Irish equivalent um, of like the two kisses? Just shaking hands, uh, shake. Yeah, yeah. But is there any faux pas around it? Is there anything you'd like make a mistake around? Um, holding on too long. There's always that questionable, like ex- extended handshake. That's that. It, it has to be. You have to have it like two things with our handshakes. Uh, like not too firm, not too limp, and not too long. I remember. Uh, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I remember when I first worked, my first job out out of college was I worked in recruitment for a little bit. And I remember working with this guy and the idea is what we had to like basically hire accountants. So we'd like interview them and then send them off to the companies, right? Mm -hmm. And he, he was this, I was speaking of Mavericks. Before he, he said he makes the decision before he even talks to the person purely based off their handshake. He said, said like, no, no. I, I didn't I didn't even need to do that interview. I knew from the handshake it wasn't gonna work. That's that's bad. That's bad business, man. Oh, it that's is. That's not that's not that's someone's career. That's that's like <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. It, it is, but you know, he, he got himself into a little important position I liked the guy. He was he was funny. I liked yeah. his kind of just cutthroat uh, attitude. I obviously didn't do the same, but oh. he, I just I like the way he said he's like, no. Done. Knew it from the handshake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got. Yeah. I have. I have. I have a little. I have a thing that um, uh, I carry with me with regards to interactions and meetings and stuff. And it, it depends on where you are, but like in Ireland, definitely, this is the way I would think about it. If you meet someone, and they're wearing sunglasses, for the first part of the interaction, at least, the sunglasses need to come off. You need to make eye contact. 
I, I think it's, I, I find it uh, a little bit rude if I meet someone for the, for the first time, let's say, like, like if meeting for the first time kind of thing. Now, if I bumped into you and we were just meeting up for a coffee and it was like, you know, Saturday morning or something and you, you like, it'd be grand. You'd, you'd, we'd shake, we'd like, we'd catch up and then we'd go get a coffee. But if you brought your mate who I'd never met and they're wearing sunglasses and they're saying hello to me, I, I find it a bit offensive if somebody doesn't take off their sunglasses to make eye contact the first time we talk. Or if the conversation's serious, I, I think you need to make eye contact, just to be like, yes, I I'm I respect you enough to look in your eyes, you know. I, I think I, that's, I, I, I go on. I think that's the oldest old man thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> I I that it just reminds me of like that. It reminds me of my dad when you went into someone's house and he'd be like, take off your hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I but I agree. I agree. Don't what don't wear a hat and like. Indoors, it doesn't make sense. I remember he freaked out once because you know we were all made to go to to mass to to the church when we were younger, and my yeah. brother walked in late and he's wearing a cap. And yeah, I remember my dad, you know, trying to communicate from one end of the seat to the other end of the from seat from the pew, like, from the pew, you know, like going, pick it, you know, pick it off, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and he'd be, they'd make those noises, you know, it wouldn't, yeah, because he couldn't be like, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother would be like, what's wrong? I think he was probably, you know, probably still drunk from the night before. And I was just thinking the whole thing was hilarious. My dad going nuts. Yeah. Anyway, oh, when you said that about sunglasses, it reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ah, listen, I, I totally, but I, I do think, uh, one thing I, I find extremely disrespectful, um, oh, and yeah. a bit like my ex-colleague, I, I will actually kind of write somebody off if this happens, uh -huh. is when you shake when you're shaking someone's hand, meeting them for the first time, it's obviously yeah. grand, like you said, if if you're mates or whatever, but yeah. if you meet them for the first time and you don't make an effort to look in the other person's eyes. Um, yeah, 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 but I, same, but I don't, mind about, I don't mind about the sunglasses. If they have sunglasses, grand. I can see their eyes behind the sunglasses most of the time. Um, that doesn't bother me. But I have had times where you meet someone, right? And yeah. they show such a disinterest in you that they actually might even continue having a conversation with somebody else yeah. and shake yeah. your hand as if like to say, ah, oh, this is just an obligation that I have to do, but I'm not even going to give you the decency to look at you. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, had yeah. Those, I've had encounters like that. And a hundred percent of the time, those peoples are pricks. Those yeah, well, yeah are absolutely. Pricks. Absolutely. Those peeps, those peeps. Those people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree to hundred percent agree. Absolutely. Like, come here. If I'm if I'm going to cut you off, if you just don't take your sunglasses off, what do you think I'm going to do if you don't look at me? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go Vladimir Putin on them. I'm going to. I'm going to. Planes dropping out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, there are there are so many different social faux pas. Yeah, uh, particularly w w within other countries, I've there's there's social faux pas even when you when when you're in going into certain institutions, whether it be going to the doctor, things that you do in some places, things that you don't do in other places, all of that, even getting on the bloody bus in Dublin and not having the correct change. I mean, that's not a social faux pas. Oh, that's, that's it's, it's something that you have to like get used to. Um, it's a real risk, a real risk. Yeah. You're running yeah. your life in your own hands. It's a minefield. It's a minefield yeah. out there. Oh, we're going to leave it there. Uh, yep. Over the next podcast, we might go through, like we did with, 
I might introduce the new topic for for the month of September. Remember that we um, we chatted about change over the last month, but we're we're going to go for a a different topic next month, and we we might have a chat about that in in our next conversation. Nice, yeah. sounds good. Yeah, and also for people, um, for the people who contacted us with these suggestions, they were brilliant. Loved chatting about them. Please do get in touch with us with with any suggestions that you have, and and also really really appreciate the people who listen to these episodes. Um, it's really interactive. I I absolutely love the feedback that you're giving us, and it's it's so important to us that, and and to me particularly that yeah you know, we continue that and try and make this as interactive as possible. If you're listening to this, please do reach out to us. On a lot of people reach out on Instagram. You can leave a, a comment on Spotify as well. I know not like that's not a very popular thing to do, but listen, I do read them for whatever reason. You can't respond to those comments, but um, I do read all of them. And yeah, it would be it would be great if if you could get in touch and kind of add to these mm, podcasts or conversations that myself and Owen are doing. Mm. Owen, any last words of um, enlightenment? Take your sunglasses off. <laughs> See, the whole thing is for people listening. I've been doing this whole. Uh, I've been recording. I'm recording from Barcelona at the moment, and I've had sunglasses on the uh, whole time. The whole time. In fairness, though. You haven't had your camera on, so that's, <laughs> that's one. That's one one step even even worse. So um, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> All right, thanks, on. That's good stuff. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.